This is Bigger Pockets Daily. Get ready for a bite-sized guide to building wealth through real estate. BiggerPockets.com offers the world's biggest real estate investing forum and thousands of blog articles like the one I'm about to share. We bring you these in audio form because you can't read when you're riding your bike or building a deck. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Financial Independence. How much of your income do you need to save? By G. Brian Davis. Can you reach financial independence and retire within the next 10 years? Yes but it would take a huge savings rate. I've never subscribed to the idea of retiring at 65 years old with an office cake and a gift watch. You can retire at any age if you're willing to live on a fraction of your income and invest the rest. The higher your savings rate, the faster you reach financial freedom. Savings rate, living expenses, and replacement income. Your savings rate is the percentage of your income that goes towards investments paying off debts early, or cash savings such as your emergency fund. If you bring home $5,000 a month after taxes and save and invest $2,000 of it, you have a 40% savings rate. This means you live on $3,000 per month. Those lower living expenses not only let you save more each month, but they also mean you don't need as much passive income to reach financial independence. So in this example, You would only need $3,000 per month in passive income, or $36,000 per year. Compare that to someone with a 10% savings rate who spends $4,500 per month. They need to replace $54,000 per year in income, a feat that will take them far longer 
if they're only saving 500 bucks per month. The safe withdrawal rates model of retirement. We all need to answer the question, how much do I need to save for retirement? The classic 4% rule offers one way of answering this question. It posits that if you withdraw 4% of your nest egg in the first year of retirement and adjust upward by inflation each year after, your nest egg should last at least 30 years. So, if you have a million dollars saved for retirement, you can withdraw $40,000. Following the rule's logic, you can multiply your annual living expenses by 25 to reach your target nest egg. 25 times 4 equals 100%. So, in our example, annual living expenses of $36,000 would require a nest egg of $900,000. Annual living expenses of $54,000 would need a seven-figure nest egg of $1.35 million. Even at these modest annual retirement incomes, older Americans lag far behind the savings they'll need. The average baby boomer's retirement savings is only $136,779 which would yield only $5,471 per year in income, according to the 4% rule. Note that this rule was calculated based on a portfolio of stocks and bonds, not real estate. More on that later. So, this begs the question, how long does it take to retire based on the savings rate? Okay, so we calculated how quickly you could retire based on the 4% rule. It required an assumption for return on investment, so I use that generous 10% return for these calculations. Why so generous? Because the average return on the S&P 500 since its inception is around 10.5%. The average stock investor doesn't earn nearly that much because they try to get fancy by picking stocks or timing the market. But I digress. To illustrate these numbers tangibly, I ran them for someone with a $100,000 take-home income, or $8,333.33 per month, but the same number of years would apply to each savings rate, regardless of the amounts. Even with extreme savings of 80% of your income, you still couldn't retire in under five years. But for real estate investors, that doesn't represent the whole story. How Real Estate Tweaks the Math We've all read case studies of people who retired young with real estate. How could they do it if even an 80% savings rate wouldn't let you retire in under five years? Because real estate changes the math of early retirement. You don't have to worry about safe withdrawal rates because you aren't withdrawing money from your nest egg. You keep earning ongoing income from your rental properties without selling any assets. If you only need $3,000 per month to reach financial independence and you can earn $500 per month in cash flow from each rental property you buy, you only need six properties to retire. And while that might still sound daunting, remember that you can finance the bulk of each property with other people's money. Using the Burr strategy, you can invest without leaving a single dime of your own money invested in each property post-finance. Real estate buffers you against inflation as well. You can raise rents to adjust for inflation. It's one reason I replace bonds in my portfolio with real estate. All of this means real estate investors can earn higher cash-on-cash returns than 10% and withdraw, or more accurately, collect more than 4% of their nest egg each year. Working before and after financial independence. 
The overwhelming majority of people I've interviewed who have reached financial independence didn't actually retire to never work again. Instead, they went on to work on fun or fulfilling projects that didn't necessarily pay quite as well as their old day job. But they still earned money. In retrospect, they could have quit their day job much earlier, living on a combination of their passive income from investments and their new active income. So continuing from our earlier example, you wouldn't need to wait until you reached $36,000 per year in passive income from investments before quitting your day job. You could quit when you got halfway there, as long as you found other fun ways to bring in the additional eighteen grand. So for example, for many real estate investors, they get their real estate license to help their investing work. While a real estate agent's income is variable based on the number of sales made, you could potentially earn enough commissions to bridge the gap after quitting your day job. Or become a freelance writer, flip houses, pour wine at a winery, or do consulting work. Personally, I'm not yet financially independent. However, I still live something akin to a good lifestyle, living overseas most of the year on a combination of my online business income and a few fun side gigs. Here are some final thoughts. This is just a starting point for plotting your own course and timeline to financial independence. It's not the final word on the subject. Invest in a mix of stocks and real estate to bend the math of cash-on-cash returns and the 4% rule. Start planning your ideal side gig after you quit your day job, but before you're completely financially independent. Don't succumb to the mainstream tendency to spend almost every penny you earn in a vain attempt to keep up with the Joneses. If you want real wealth, save more money, invest it, and get off the hedonic treadmill. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, connecting with real estate investors in your market is one of the most valuable uses of your time. Visit biggerpockets.com events to find a meetup near you. See you tomorrow.